0: State in Vegas. I'm your host Bridget Magnus, and this is the Vegas Video Network. Yay! Major thanks to those of you who are watching on the Vegas Video Network, those of you who have tuned on through iTunes, Ishkabibli, YouTube, Roku, and those of you who are listening on the radio at KSHP 1400 AM. Well done. Now then, if you have a question, problem, or suggestion, go ahead and get ready to send it out to us by email at vegasvideonetwork.com. Perhaps you'd prefer to use the telephone and call our toll-free listener hotline at 866-966-4599. We do, of course, have the live chat open right now. If, for those of you who are watching live, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably not going to find us on the live chat, it's just the way it is. Um, It is a uh, beautiful, if slightly chilly, day in Las Vegas, so let's go ahead and get started with some Friday figures. Awesome. Well, I've got some good news today. Um, All of our figures are from the GLVAR MLS system. As of this morning, we had 11,851 available units. I'd like to point out that that number has dropped below 12,000. Um, We hope to have some some fresh inventory after the first of the year, let's face it, who really wants to list their home during the holidays unless they have to. Um, We may also uh, um, get a little bit of uh, non-grinch action as the banks uh, actually go through with some foreclosures that they might have been putting off during the holidays. Of the total, uh, let's see. No, excuse me. The median price on single-family homes is 140,000. The median on condos is 55, and on townhomes, it's 80,000. Just a quick uh, reminder that really, that's not very different from last year's prices. So that's a, another great sign for what's going on here locally. Of our total, we've had 2,287 foreclosed properties with a median price of $106,000. We also have 5,374 short sales with a median price of about 110 dollars And we also have 4,192 non-distressed properties, classic sales, regular old-fashioned owner. Median price on those is $184,000. In the last 30 days, we have closed 3,775 properties. The median sales price was $108,000. The median list, about $110,000. That includes, by the way, over 1,000 short sales that actually closed. It looks like the banks are finally getting their act in gear, even if they're not quite making our 90-day deadline here in Nevada. We do have 57.81 rentals available, 2,193 that have leased in the last 30 days, and the median rent on those is stable at $1,095. All right, let's move on to a little bit of news. Um, that uh, foreclosure fraud settlement is uh, back from the dead like a zombie. Um, One AG is saying that there should be something settled by Christmas. However, Senator Maria Cantwell of Washington has made it clear that she wants all of the actual fraud to be investigated before they say that it's all better. Gee, isn't that funny? Uh, Let's see. Um, I've got more great news for you. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage is down again to another new record low of 3.94%. Wow. You know, I just don't see rates being this low at the end of 2012. Just saying. I'll be really surprised if they are. And my last bit of news is that the uh, National Association of Realtors is revising their existing home sales figures for 2007 through 2010. And that very nicely brings me to the topic of the day, those revisions. The consensus is that um, they're going to have to revise downward by something like 13%. Wow, that's a lot. So then... How the heck did that happen? Well, first off, I'm going to go ahead and read to you a a paragraph from the press release where they tried and and kind of failed to explain it. An updrift in sales projections developed over time between the fixed model for calculating sales rights and the actual marketplace, including growth in multiple listing service coverage areas, geographic population shifts, a decline in for sale by owner transactions, some new home sales trickling into MLS data, and some individual sales being recorded in more than one MLS. Diversions of the data with other housing data metrics began in 2007, so revisions through 2007 through the present will be released. All right, let me go ahead and translate that for those of you who are actually uh, um, not economists. (laughs) Oh, that would include me. Um, So why is there a difference between the two numbers? Well, the first uh, and obvious reason is there are some places where there are overlapping MLS services. For example, uh, I, I don't think this is actually the case, but say Dallas and Fort Worth each has their own MLS system and you're listing a property in Grand Prairie, which is right smack dab between the two of them, Smart Realtor is going to want to make sure that that listing is in both places. And, of course, uh, when he marks it sold, he'll mark it sold in both places, even though he only gets one paycheck out of the deal. Well, I hope he only gets one paycheck out of the deal. Otherwise, that would be one heck of a scam. I, I need to move. No, I don't need to move there. Just kidding. Um, so large metropolitan areas sometimes overlap. There might be competing MLS services in certain parts of the country. That's where one of the problems comes in. The, other, uh, the next big point is estimates of the for-sale-by-owner, or FISBO, sales. Basically, these don't normally appear in the MLS and have to be either estimated or hand-counted through county data. Now, the National Association of Realtors is, of course, a national organization, so they don't exactly have the time to count them. They have a a big theory, a model of how many they think there are supposed to be. There are, of course, other sales that occur outside of the MLS that I'm kind of lumping into that particular boat. And the other big culprit is that some builders are putting new homes into the MLS to get them greater exposure. That's great. It's not a problem. But in this case, it appear that some of those properties are not only being counted as existing home sales through the MLS, but also in the reported new home sales data. So they got double counted. Wow, it's a hard way to come up with 13%, but there you have it. Now I'd like to go ahead and reassure you about why this does not affect my numbers, why that 3,700-some-odd properties we've had sold in the last 30 days, has nothing to do with this downward revision and why I'm not downwardly revising anything. First off, Las Vegas does only have one MLS system. There is no overlapping system. There is no competing system. Uh, Realtors in LA are not listing Vegas properties. It is the one of the only GLVAR MLS system. Um, The next thing is I'm not estimating anything. I'm not giving you an estimate of uh, Fisbos bulk sales to investors, new home sales, or anything of the sort. All I'm doing is going into the MLS, uh, doing the search, finding out how many properties that were in the MLS actually sold. No estimates. So then, what that means is my numbers are probably undercounting because I don't have all of that data that the county has, and believe me, there, there are times I wonder if I shouldn't you know, get one of my local uh, um, title guys to go ahead and get me a, a month-end count. but unfortunately that data, by the time I get it, it's a little bit old and stale and not really telling you what's going on right now, and that is why I don't. So then, let's go ahead and take a short break, and we'll come back with some real advice in just a minute All right, today's real advice topic is a little unusual for me, if not downright epicycloidal. We're going to be talking about something political, sort of. Um, what I'd like to talk about is the Occupy Our Homes movement. Now, their official uh, mission statement says that they want to stop wrongful foreclosions and evictions. That's a very good thing. I <coughs> I think if you've watched my show more than once or twice, you know that I'm rather critical of the banks when it comes to um, wrongful foreclosure, foreclosure fraud, um, illegal foreclosures, and, and in fact, going all the way back to the beginning of the problem with the mortgage fraud that brought us to the problem in the first place. I do emphatically support keeping people in their homes when fraud is involved, and that is one of the two big things that this movement is trying to do. Fine, I support that as far as it goes. However, there's a couple of problems with it. The first is basically a December problem. I kind of hinted at it when I did the figures. Scrooged. The banks are not foreclosing and evicting people during the holidays if they can possibly avoid it. It's bad publicity. You don't want Channel 8 out in front of that house talking to some homeowner about how boo hoo they just got their eviction notice and they have to be out on the 22nd of December and what on earth will we do about Christmas for the kids. No, they want to avoid that mess. Nobody wants that to be their publicity during the holidays. So this is the right time of year to bring attention to the problem of people being evicted, put on the streets in December, Oh, the horror. But this is the wrong time of year to do anything about it. You're addressing a problem that's not yet a problem. Now here's where we kind of get down to brass tacks a little bit. I was digging around their website and they say, not only do we have thousands of people without homes, we have thousands of homes without people. Boarded up houses are sitting empty, increasing crime, lowering the value of other homes in the neighborhood, and erasing the wealth that lifts families into the middle class all right i'm going to leave off the rhetoric about the middle class here and address the problem that yes okay boarded up houses are ugly they attract crime etc and whatnot that much is true here's where we're going off the rails takeover of foreclosed homes it sounds like a win-win situation you take these people who don't have homes and you put them in homes that don't have people and my goodness gracious we've solved poverty by fall No, no, we haven't. We have not. Um, This is a problem, and I'm going to tell you why. First off, just because a house is vacant doesn't mean it's foreclosed. Sure, maybe it's even got that notice on the door with the blue tape called a notice of default. That doesn't mean it's foreclosed yet. It doesn't even mean it's necessarily going to foreclose yet. So you've already got a huge problem just identifying which homes are both vacant and foreclosed, and it is harder than you'd think. Second problem is that trespassing is a crime. Now this sounds brutally obvious, which is why I'm just going to go ahead and make sure that you understand that, that if you do trespass into a a foreclosed home, you can be arrested. Um, This does also, let's say you go ahead, you occupy a vacant home. Now that home is going to be harder to sell. And I'm not just saying this because it makes my job more difficult. I'm saying this because it means it's going to be harder to get a normal, regular, um, mortgage-paying person into that property, someone who will fix it up, someone who will live there, someone who will help erase the problem of foreclosures in that neighborhood. So you're actually slowing down the process of getting back to normal by occupying these homes. And finally, the last big problem is hazardous conditions. And I put an exclamation point on the end of this because you could be putting your health and life at risk by occupying these homes. Oh, Bridget, you're exaggerating. No, I'm not. We're talking about mold. We're talking about asbestos. Unsafe electrical systems. (laughs) We're talking about unsafe heating systems. Just, oh, you go to sleep and the carbon monoxide kills you in the middle of the night. Oh, that wasn't such a good idea, was it, now? Plumbing problems. Roofs that might fall on you. Floors that might fall from under you. Um, These days, let's face it, if a foreclosed home Is not available you should be asking yourself why yeah that's a tough question why is that home not on the market oh could it be that the roof is getting ready to fall down hmm I don't know could be all right so then brief summary of that occupy our homes yes fine do what you can to keep people in their homes when you think they've been foreclosed on wrongfully but for goodness sakes don't get all vigilante and start occupying homes that aren't yours. All right, then. I sure would like to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, let's see. Go ahead and continue sending your questions, problems, and suggestions to us by email at gettingreal@vegasvideonetwork.com. Don't forget you can also call the toll-free listener hotline at 866-966-4599. If you have a personal real estate issue that requires my help, or you want to see the full version of the Friday figures, you can find my contact information and much more at BridgetMagnus.com. Drive safely this weekend. Um, Stay warm. It is a little chilly in Las Vegas. We will see you next week. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll...